Hey, everybody, welcome to the live stream. I'm sure there are exactly almost zero people out there listening because this has turned out to be a much bigger pain in the ass than it I ever imagined it would be. So I want to start this out with a brief apology for the platform. I went to their webinar. I read all the information. I thought it was going to be easy peasy, and it really just isn't. So hopefully this is uh, recording and uh, I'll be uploading this. If you're listening to it now, I'll be uploading it as an actual podcast episode after we finish. But it will be amusing because you're going to get to hear all the stuff I have to deal with when I'm trying to record my podcasts, like cats demanding to be let in and out of the room, cats eating kibble, um, my next door neighbor, who is, I guess it's a good thing he's sold his house, but we'll see. We'll see who moves in there. Oh, here comes a cat now. Hi, Jelly. Um, anyway, I'm just going to get on with this, and I'm going to answer the handful of questions that I have. And you can let me know uh, in the future after you listen to it um, what you thought, and we will find a much better way to do this in the future. Okay. Uh, that's it. Okay. So, questions and answers. A handful of questions that I got. Not very many, but that's totally okay. Um, Question number one was, are your characters in your novel, I assume you mean my novel, uh, based on real people? And the answer is, they are not. Uh, I know absolutely nobody who reminds me of anybody in uh, my book. Nothing larger than these stars. Uh, these are all folks who just came out of my imagination. So uh, the next question was, where did the idea for your novel come from? And again, I have to say, I don't really know. <laughs> I just started writing uh, a scene one day, and it's a scene that's not actually in the book. It's a, something that happens before the book, the setting of the book takes place. But it was, in fact, between Arden and Faith, who had different names then. Um, and uh, that's where the story came from. And I originally had a fairly long prologue as part of the book, but then I realized that the prologue really wasn't necessary and didn't wasn't really the story, and I pulled it out and got rid of it. So um, next question, where can I buy the book? Nowhere. You can't buy the book anywhere. It is unpublished. Uh, the only place that you can uh, even uh, hear about it, even hear it, is on this particular podcast. I wanted to read it aloud in part because uh, COVID-19 had everybody stuck at home. People were looking for entertainment and some other writers I knew were, were looking at reading things aloud on, on their podcasts. And I thought this is a great idea and I'll go ahead and do that. So that's how that came about. Um, Hey, Amelia. Another thing is that you're going to be getting to hear all the ums and the way I trip over words when I'm talking and how I will sometimes <laughs> burp or <laughs> uh, say a bad word um, while this is happening. All that stuff gets cut out in the post-processing. So now you really appreciate my post-processing skills. Next question. Uh, how come your book's not published yet? Well, that's because publishing is a very long multi-step process. 
Uh, if I were going to, oh, thank you, Amelia, sit down. I have cat help here. If I were going to publish the novel myself, uh, independently publish it, uh, I could certainly do that. But again, it's a multi-step process and it's, it's requires uh, you to follow a certain set of steps. Uh, if you're going to publish it uh, widely, which means someplace other than uh, Kindle Unlimited, uh, then there are lots of different steps that you have to go through. And also you have to make sure that it's absolutely perfect. Uh, you have to have it formatted correctly to go to all these different places. And you also have to think about marketing and building up your market yourself. Uh, that's not to say that I won't uh, independently publish because I might do that. Um, but right now I'm, my interest is in traditional publication. I would, which means that I need to get an agent who's interested in this book who thinks that they can sell it to a major publisher and then they have to sell it to the major publisher and then has to go through all the steps that traditional publishing requires, which means that it could come out. If I sold it tomorrow, if I got an agent tomorrow and the agent sold it next week, uh, it could conceivably come out in a year and a half to two years. That's just how traditional commercial publishing works. So that's the the kind of more information than you really needed to know to uh, why isn't it published yet, but that's what you got. Um, okay, do you write every day? Uh, no, <laughs> I wish I did. I don't write every day. I uh, spend a lot of time doing other things. I try, I did go through a period of time where I did write every day and that was really great, but there was a lot of stuff that I had to give up in order to do that. Uh, I didn't uh, wind up playing video games and I didn't wind up reading as much as I like. I didn't log into any of my virtual world platforms at all. And uh, most of you who know me know that I hang out in places like Second Life and uh, OpenSim quite a bit. So I have to find a way to kind of balance those two things, those multiple things. I want to be a person who writes every day, but at the same time, I don't want to give up that stuff. I think I was... I think writing every day made me a better writer. So that's something that's important to me. Um, and that's why I want to get back to that. Also, because that's the only way you finish books. Uh, when will the sequel be out? I know who sent me that question. Um, the sequel will be out sometime. I am writing it. I'm in the middle of writing it right now. I'm about 2,000 words into it. I just came up with what I think will be the title uh, yesterday. So I think that will probably spur it along for some reason. Knowing the title makes a difference to me in my process. Uh, I was hoping to use this month, which is Camp NaNoWriMo, and I'll talk more about what that is later, to kind of get either a lot of words done on the sequel or to write another piece that I'm working on to finish that up. But uh, it hasn't gone as planned, and I've been, like, not doing what I need to do. I think we're all a little bit discombobulated because of this pandemic bullshit. And um, so hopefully it will be done soon. I, I anticipate that I'm going to be finishing the sequel before school starts, which will be on August the 17th. Anyway, that's my goal to get a, well, I probably won't finish it by then, to get a good handle on the sequel, maybe 60,000 words into the sequel by August the 17th. I'm hoping that the sequel will be shorter than the first book. The first book right now is at 113,000 words. Uh, publishers are leery of publishing things that are over 100,000, even in sci-fi fantasy, which tends to be longer. And um, so I'm going to try to pull this one in at around 90, 95,000 words. So we'll see how that goes.
Um, how long have I been writing? Uh, I've been writing a long time. I uh, got some degree of attention when I was about six, I think, for writing a short story that got my second grade teacher all excited. Um, maybe I was seven. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's that that long. And I wrote a lot uh, as a teenager. I actually wrote my first book when I was 15 or 16, I think. Um, and of course, that never saw the light of day. I, but uh, I did actually write a book and it was sort of an adventure thriller type story, love story thing. Um, so, but you know, who knows, maybe I'll revisit that one day. I, I don't really remember what happened. <laughs> um, what else have I written or am I uh, working on? Uh, as far as what else I've written, I wrote short stories for a really long time because I was under the impression that I didn't have the attention span to finish a novel, uh, despite having written a book, quote unquote, at like 15 or 16. Uh, and some of those short stories got published in really obscure literary magazines. I know at least one got published in Georgia Southern's literary magazine. And then I had a handful that were published in little zines around um, Atlanta and uh, a couple later that were published in, against very, very small zines out in California. Uh, but I don't think the publication, there was the kind of zines, the kind of publications that pay in publication copies, like they don't give you money for it. They just send you copies of your published thing and those are long gone. So it's been a very long time. And, uh, but as far as uh, other things that I've written, nonfiction writing, uh, I was a reporter for 10 years. I have a bachelor's degree and I'm ABT uh, on a master's degree in journalism. So I have a long history writing for uh, newspapers, magazines, trade publications. I spent a long time in the corporate world, uh, writing corporate communications, internal communications, and also some external stuff. So uh, I've written all the things. I've written lots of newsletters. I've written for a lot of different trade publications and healthcare, especially. Um, I've written uh, speeches and town halls and uh, blurbs and packets. That's for my friends who, uh, worked, who used to work at Kaiser Foundation Health Plan with me, blurbs and packets, Dan, Karen, Helen, Linda, blurbs and packets, y'all, Marilyn, <laughs> uh, Nina. Uh, so anyway, um, but yeah, I've written a lot of stuff. As far as creative writing and other things that I'm working on now, I have several things going on. I have a couple of fantasy projects that I'm really excited about that I, I want to keep working on and a couple more specifically science fiction-y things in addition to the sequel to Stars. So lots coming down the pipe, uh, lots of different focuses. Uh, one is a kind of a Viking-oriented fantasy slash sci-fi thing because it combines fantasy with science fiction. Um, and uh, I also have a historical fiction on the back burner. Oh, oh, sorry. Somebody wants out. Hang on just a moment while I let this particular cat out of the room. Oops. I'll be right back. Magellan, you want out? You want out, buddy? Come on. I can let you out. I can let you out. All right. Want out? 
One in. One more out. See, this is the exciting stuff that you don't get when you listen to my read through my podcast after it's been through post-production because I just had cats come in and cats go out and cats and you can probably hear Blaze contributing right now. All right. So anyway, I was talking about the other stuff I'm writing on, working on. There's a bunch of stuff. So you'll just have to check in and, and listen to it. Listen to me read it at some point, I think. Um, okay. What else? What else? Uh, Okay, what's going to happen now on the podcast? Oh, that's good. I may have to save that one for the end. Uh, as you know, book one is done. Book two is is not yet ready to be read to you. Um, so uh, let's see. Hi, Rahul, whoever you are. Um, okay, so uh, what's going to happen next on the podcast? Well, the name of the podcast is Read, Write, Geek, obviously. Uh, so, uh, we're going to be talking about writing, <laughs> Blaze, geez. we're going to be talking about writing, uh, writing tips, writing processes, uh, marketing your writing, getting published, all that kind of good stuff. We're going to be talking about reading, uh, and the kind of reading that I like to do and talking about book recommendations and what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. And geekery, because you guys may or may not know, I have a long background as a web developer. And uh, in particular, have gotten interested in 3D VR uh, and have been working, uh, trying to learn all the different tools and techniques to create uh, the world that I'm uh, that I envision in these novels. My kind of goal is to eventually create this in a, a VR platform uh, like uh, Second Life or any one of the open sim things that might actually work longer than five and a half minutes before something goes wrong. And uh, so that people can actually like see the places they've been. They can actually go to Iona. They can walk around Iona. They can interact uh, with non-player characters or with what would really be fun would be to hire actors to play the characters. So the person that you might identify as Faith is not just uh, an NPC, not just a kind of a robot standing there and saying things, but is actually somebody that you could interact with in real time. So this is all stuff that I imagine happening in the future, no doubt in my copious spare time, because, you know, spare time, what's that? I write, I have a day job. It's all kind of piles up together. Alrighty. Um, bu -bu -bu -bu. Anyway, the podcast going forward still going to be every Thursday. It will drop um, and it will feature something different every time. I will have a schedule put together and we'll promote it heavily beforehand so you'll know. And I hope you'll all come back and, and tune in. Uh, and I hopefully will be able to read some more works in progress for you and get feedback. I think that might be a fun thing to do and uh, get your reactions to the, to the work as it's in progress. Um, Let's see. Uh, okay. I don't know who sent me this question. I didn't write it down, but somebody said, I want to write a novel. How do I do that? Uh, you just write. Just start writing. Just, and, and keep writing. And don't, the best advice I can give somebody who's trying to write a novel is figure out what process works for you and then stick with it. I know, uh, I wanted to write a novel, geez, it was in the late 80s. And I did a lot of research about 
plotting a novel because I felt like I don't know how to do this, right? Plotting a novel, planning a novel, all this stuff. Um, and uh, then I tried to do it and it just wouldn't, I couldn't. It just didn't work for me. And I found out much later it's because I'm not a plotter. That's not how my brain works. That's not how I'm wired. I'm not able to actually work this way. You might be a plotter. Give it a shot. There's a great book that I'm actually looking at right now called Save the Cat Writes a Novel that has a bunch of different ideas in it for how to plot your novel and then go forward writing it. And that might be the thing that works for you. I am not a plotter. I am a thing called a pantser, which is seat of the pants, which doesn't mean that I don't actually plot it, but it just means that I don't write it down beforehand. And it seems like my brain does all the plotting for me. And then I just, it's more like channeling. I just kind of write it. So anyway, that's, that's kind of where we are with that. Uh, if you want to write a novel, write, just write. Figure out if you need to do a plot, you know, an elaborate plotting device first, or if you just need to write and then just write. That's the only thing you can do. You don't figure out how to do it by not doing it. Okay. Do you write stuff besides science fiction? Yes, I do. I write uh, fantasy. Um, I have a historical fiction that's actually on the back burner, which may turn out to be bigger than I can actually do. Uh, but yes, I do write other stuff and I have in the past written, uh, romance, uh, rom-com, comedy, and erotica. So yes, I do write other stuff. Uh, it is all equally unpublished. Oh, and literary fiction. That was my first love. You know, it was interesting. I was telling somebody the other day in my twenties, I wanted to write the great American novel, right? That was, you know, that was my goal. The great American novel. I was going to say something important. And then like in my 40s, I was going to write books that made a statement, right? Okay. And now I'm not in my 40s anymore, past that. And I just want to write books that sell. My goal is to write books that people enjoy and that they'll read and that they'll recommend to their friends and that their friends will enjoy. And I want to write the kind of books that are easy for my agent to sell and that make the publishers happy to publish. That's where that's, that's where I am right now. That's, that's really my goal is to write books that people like that are easy to sell and that people are happy to buy. You'd think that would be everybody's goal, but it's not. Uh, let's see. Okay, how hard is it to write a novel? And what's the hardest part? It's pretty hard. Um, you have to convince yourself that you can do it, first of all. And what's the hardest part? The hardest part for me is the beginning. Um, starting the sequel to Stars, I had forgotten how much work I did, how much stuff I wrote before I really got to the beginning of the first book. Um, I was just thinking about the word count, but I wrote all this stuff, all this stuff that's not in the book um, and that won't ever be in the book. It's There's no place for it there. It's just not part of it. 
but I wrote all this stuff. And now I'm kind of understanding that that was all necessary to get to what actually is the meat of the book. So now I have to do that over for the sequel. And uh, it's hard. It's that's the hard part. And that's why I haven't made more progress on the sequel. Um, how long did it take me to write stars? Well, uh, I really got started. I had written that scene that I mentioned that was really the, the genesis of the novel. I had written that scene quite a while ago and then had just languished on my computer doing nothing for a very long time because I didn't really know what to do with it. And then NaNoWriMo came up, which if you don't know, that's every November, it's National Novel Writing Month. And the goal is to write 50,000 words in a month. And that is not an easy thing to do. But the idea is that you just get it down on paper. It's draft zero. It's you telling the story to yourself. And, you know, you wait until later to go back and edit it and revise it and polish it and make it perfect and fill in the plot holes and take out all the many times that you used that one damn word that you used too much. For me, that word is just. I mean, my tombstone will feature the word just followed by a semicolon. But I had had that scene floating around for probably five or six months. It'll be interesting to go back and look and see. But it had been floating around and I had a bunch of other things kind of floating around. And I picked that one thing to work on during NaNoWriMo because I felt like I wouldn't be upset if I screwed it up, which sounds weird, but that was my thinking. And it's turned into this beautiful thing that I love. So, um, but uh, so it's hard to answer the question of how long did you, did it take to write it? I got about 35,000 words written that month uh, in November, but then I took a month off. I picked it back up in January of, 2019 and was still working on it up until June. So I think I actually officially typed the end and sent it off to the editor in June. And then I pitched it for the first time in October. So that tells you, if that tells you anything, almost a year from more than a year, if you go from the inception of that first scene being written, but from me in earnest sitting down and saying, I'm writing a novel, then that almost a year. I can write faster than that, but uh, that's going to be my next challenge is to, I want to produce two books a year at least. Okay. Why did you decide to do a podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I've always been interested in doing a podcast. That was always on my list of things I wanted to do. I like working with audio um, and I like talking, obviously. So really, that was pretty much it. And, oh, okay. Who would I cast in the movie version of Stars? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Um, it... I want a diverse cast. I want a cast that looks interesting. You know, I did a movie trailer, kind of like a little teaser reel for it. If you guys didn't get a chance to see it, uh, there's a link to it, I think, on the podcast website and a few other places. Um, but uh, 
yeah, I don't know who I would cast in the movie version of Stars. One of one of my dear friends said Charlize Theron should be Fallon March, and I think she's probably right about that. That would be that would be excellent casting, and I'm glad that she was able to see Fallon so clearly that it was you know it immediately made sense to to pin pick the, um, Charlize Theron as as the uh, the potential uh, the potential um, actress for that role. But as for as far as for anybody else, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of all up in the air. I don't. I don't really know. Um, okay, that's all the questions I have. I see. Okay, I see. Rahul sent me a question and said, "Where are you from?" Uh, I grew up in Central Florida. Sorry about. Sorry to didn't see your question until now, Rahul. Um, I grew up in Central Florida and I live in South Carolina now. So. And I'm at the end of my questions and it's 24 minutes and 40, 50 seconds. So almost 25 minutes. That's enough to torture you guys with this. This process was much more complicated than it should have been. And again, I want to apologize for the platform. Uh, I do like to do these kind of live stream things, but maybe I will do the next one on Facebook. Um, oh, hey, uh, JJ Island Life. And I know who that is too. Howdy, howdy back at you, girl, and have enjoyed the story so much. I'm glad to hear it. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I was really stoked to the, to have you guys uh, be reading the work. So, got my fingers crossed that you'll be able to read it later on too. So, alrighty. Um, so, uh, twenty five minutes in. Anybody have any more questions? Anybody else got any more questions? Or Ool, JJ, anybody else? No? Okay, that's cool. All right, well, thank you so much for coming in, uh, getting here on the live stream. We will do this a different way in the future. I may just suck it up and show my face and do it on Facebook. Cat, ah, no. Oops, sorry. A cat almost disconnected me. That's all right. Um, again, I will record, this is being recorded. I will upload it as a podcast episode sometime tomorrow, probably. So you can hear whatever, uh, hi back at you. I'd love to see you guys. Love to see you girl and, and hugs all around. Cause you know, um, <laughs> the sequel will be out one day. I promise. So, all right. So in that case, I am going to leave you guys with it and hugs and kisses to everybody all around. I appreciate you popping in and, uh, and putting up with the platform and dealing with it all. And I will be talking to you next Thursday when we will resume the Read Write Geek podcast in its normal format. And I believe I'm going to talk about using social media uh, for trying to connect with your community and promotions. I think that's going to be the first thing I talk about. That's going to be more of a writery thing, but I promise we'll have episodes for readers and geeks coming up soon. All right, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate the time that you took to, to come in tonight, and I really appreciate you uh, listening to my novel, listening to my read-through of Nothing Larger Than These Stars. Please don't forget to like the podcast, uh, share it, and subscribe so you don't miss anything. And I will be coming back in your ear in the near future. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye-bye.